7, Tales from the Vetral Empire, Episode 1, The Wave Witch. They say you can find whatever your heart yearns for at Firefly Manor. Pleasure, pain, heaven, hell. You might even find the Wave Witch there during the rainy season, when she comes down from her hills to mix with the regular folk. Lady Firefly, she's the boss, struck a deal with a witch. She stays at Firefly Manor, comes and goes as she pleases. But the lady takes a cut of whatever the witch makes while she's there. And the whisper is that that is quite a lot. Because although the Wave Witch is feared by pretty much everybody with the sense to do so, they also revere her for her ability to see the future. And the chance to have that kind of knowledge well, it makes rich people very brave. Mikhail stood outside the legendary Firefly Manor with a knot in his stomach. His trip a couple of weeks ago into the Badlands had not gone well, and it still weighed heavily on him. Well, what's done is done, he thought to himself. Still, I should have listened to me guts on that one. But he needed to focus on solving the latest problem, and dithering about in the street outside Firefly Manor wasn't helping. He had questions, and the Wave Witch was the only one with the answers. Entering the hut, he peered about in the dark before gently setting down a pair of relatively clean, relatively well-maintained boots on the table. He'd scavenged them in the Badlands himself and knew they were good. No holes in the soles anyway. He hoped they'd be enough to buy his answers from the Witch, who emerged from the gloom and regarded them with an ambiguous expression. Aye, he began, but the witch cut him off. Want to know your future? Of course you do. You want to know what to do now, because the time for waiting is done, isn't it? You need some answers. Uh, yeah. How did... But she flapped her hand impatiently, cutting him off again. To look into the future, one must look into the cracks left in our world by God's judgement. Those cracks are not visible to the likes of you, but through them I can spy your destiny. Yes, I can. And yes, I will, because you demand that I do this. You and your... boots. She gestured at the now empty table. But you must know, boy, that once the cracking starts you cannot control it and you cannot stop it. All possibilities are etched into the disc, and the unknowable is known. Do you understand? She looked directly at him for the first time. One thin, black eyebrow raised aloft like lightning. Mikhail hesitated for a moment, confused by this bizarre flood of information. No, but I need to know anyway. He replied, finally. I need to know if I'll ever get out of this place. The witch gave him a curious look, and he felt a small, hot ball of frustration begin to grow inside him. Finally, she nodded and gestured calmingly with her hands. Alright, boy, take a seat. We'll do this thing for these nice boots. Mikhail let out a breath he hadn't known he'd been holding, and sat at the table. Let us begin then. 
She turned to some shelves, moving things and blowing dust away, then slid out a heavy white box with a glass door. She set it on her side of the table facing Mikhail. It was battered but clean. There were markings on the front but he couldn't read them because they were faded. And anyway, the witch was bustling about the box, fiddling and tapping and stroking it. Finally, she stood behind the box, and with her hands on either side of it, solemnly declared it ready. The eyes are the windows to the soul, and only the soul knows what will happen before it happens. This instrument will talk to your soul and burn what it says straight onto a disc. With a flourish, she produced a shiny silver disc from somewhere within her equally shiny black robes. Mikhail's eye was caught by the colours dancing off its sides, but the witch quickly opened the glass front of the box, put the disc inside and closed it again. She leaned over the box, her long hair falling in her lean, pointed face. Once I start the ritual, boy, you must not take your eyes off the disc. Do you understand? Mikhail nodded dumbly. Must not! The witch suddenly shouted, banging the table in front of him with an open palm and glaring at him with hot, dark eyes. He jumped, startled, and she straightened herself up. You must see it all, she continued more calmly. Mikhail nodded vigorously, staring intensely into the box. He didn't know what to make of the witch, but he didn't want to piss her off. He continued staring into the box as the witch raised her hands, wrists bent back to the dismal ceiling, and began chanting something in the strange-sounding language of the ancients. She hushed out a series of bizarre words and numbers in a voice deeper than her slender form would seem to allow, finally slapping the top of the box heavily with an open palm. Mikhail gulped and jumped again as the box's interior suddenly filled with light. It hummed and the disc began to revolve, sparks bouncing off the walls and glass door. It sounded angry, but he continued to stare at the shiny disc inside as hard as he could. The witch's chanting grew louder to compete with the noisy, flashing violence. Mikhail's eyes were so wide he thought he might never be able to close them again. The chanting and the humming and the sparking and the staring were beginning to make him wish he hadn't come. And just when he thought he couldn't take it anymore, silence. The box went dark and the disc stopped moving. An acrid smell filled his nostrils. And as he sat there rubbing his eyes and pinching his nose, the witch grabbed the disc from inside the box and ran outside. He blinked in surprise and dashed after her. Barreling through the door and into the rain, he almost crashed right into her. The witch stood, hair and robes plastered to her skin, with the disc held aloft, turning it in her hands over and over, muttering and mumbling to herself. She traced the cracks that had appeared in the disc's surface with a long finger, nodding to herself. Several passers-by were already discreetly slowing their pace, the better to hear another new prophecy. Mikhail's patience was almost exhausted. 
Well, he almost shouted, what does it say? Will I ever get out of here? The Wave Witch turned to face him, the disc still held in front of her. She gave him a wicked grin. Oh yes, yes you will, you murdering bastard. What? He did shout then, surprised and annoyed and frightened by her strange verdict. What are you talking about? The rain fell heavier. Your brother, boy. Your brother. The one you abandoned in the wilderness two weeks ago. Left him for a skim's lunch, didn't you? Her lip curled into a dreadful, knowing sneer, and she tapped the disc with a finger. Mikhail shook his head in disbelief. The hell you know about my brother, witch? I didn't leave him there. We were attacked. I went for help. I'm trying to save him. Save us both. She turned to face him then. You can scream all you want, but it's not me you need to convince. It's your brother. You'll see him again in a few days, so you will. And he'll tear you limb from limb. Just like he told you he would when you blamed him for breaking your mother's best picture. Mikhail's face drained, and he saw the witch shifting and tilting before him. Then, yes, then, you will leave Pei. She laughed. Not on your feet, not in a vehicle, not even in a coffin. But flush down the drains in pieces to feed the crabs. Mikhail's mind went blank, and he could think only of wrapping his hands around this so-called witch's skinny wet throat and choking her stupidity out of her. Give me that disc, he shouted, lunging for her. She glanced to the side, then danced nimbly back a step as Mikhail fell flat on his face on the cold, wet cobblestones outside her hut. One of Firefly Manor's guards stood over him, a sleeper stick smoking slightly from the discharge. Another satisfied customer, eh? He asked, prodding Mikhail's slumbering form with the other end of the stick. She nodded and tossed the ruined disc on Mikhail's rain-soaked back. Yep. I have no idea why these dumb bastards want their futures read. Not a single one of them likes it. Besides, this one's a special kind of moron. Wanted to know if he'd ever get out of here. Shit, you don't need magic powers to know nobody's leaving this place. The guard grunted and gave a half-hearted smile. True enough. Well, what should we do with him then? The witch waved her hand dismissively. Give him to the biotechs for harvesting, the usual deal. I would have said let him sleep it off under a tree, but... Well, nice boots anyway. She concluded, heading back into her hut and gently closing the door behind her. You've been listening to Seven Tales from the Vetral Empire. www.seven-game.com